Welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Last time we started talking about sensory ideas. We reviewed the different sensory systems. There are seven of them, not actually five. And we started talking about how the sensory systems could be involved in your daily life and how we can make decisions on it and how we could help kids or different people that might need help with their sensory systems and the like. I started going over different ideas in the past that I've done and currently I'm doing and I'd like to continue on that train of thought if that's okay. Again, you can reach out to me at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com if you'd like to reach me, Mr. T. And uh, we welcome your comments, feedback, and questions. So, a little more about the sensory systems and we discussed how it's sensory integration and it's a big thing in OT nowadays, especially in different areas of practice to use sensory and to implement it for different children. Sensory could be really seen in everything we do, not just as its own bubble, but really touching on all the other things. So if I'm sitting with a kid and I'm doing a fine motor task per se, it actually can have a lot of sensory elements as well. If there's touch elements, if there's sound, if there's sight, that's all sensory as well. And what we could do for, for our children if they have different needs, for example, there's a child I work with, I can't give names obviously for HIPAA reasons, but let's say uh, there's this child and he has major sensory needs and the parents explain how he runs around the house and he, he moves big furniture and uh, he keeps going into the walls and uh, he keeps moving heavy things around, likes to lug heavy things around. So when we hear that or when I hear that, to me that sounds like a child that's looking for proprioceptive impact and proprioceptive input. That's the system we discussed where it's your joint sense and your joint position and um, your body movements, not, not the, the vestibular where you're running around and looking for that, but, but body joint position sense. So when someone is looking to push that furniture or to push different heavy items, that's because they feel that it could be that they feel the need to have that input. So a lot of times we talk about different ideas of how to give someone that proprioceptive input, for example. So pushing the furniture is very helpful for a student like that and carrying heavy books is very helpful for a student like that. But even simple things such as marching in place or walking in place or hopping in place, things that involve the different joints of the body to receive the input to those joints will be helpful for that student, for that child. For example, if the student feels like he needs the input and he comes for a very strong hug, how could we give him that input to make him feel like he could have that hug the whole day. A big idea in OT is to give these sensory weighted vests or a lap belt or a neck belt, a neck, um, it's, a, it's a neck band or a lap band really. It's weighted and it, it has some uh, heaviness to it so that the student, the child could feel like they're, they're getting that input. If that's not practical throughout the day, if there's a caregiver or a parent or somebody that works with the child, he could be seen to be given a burrito or a sandwich, I like to call, where he's on top of a pillow and another pillow is put on top of him and then you're on top of that pillow and he's given a, a hug basically with the pillows as if he's in a burrito sandwich. In the therapy room, we might use a beanbag under him and another beanbag on top of him and we might go on top of that beanbag itself depending on how much input the child needs. If we're talking vestibular, vestibular also can be interesting and what we can do for the students, you know, we want to give them that swing. A big thing in OT and occupational therapy is to use the therapy swing. 
a therapy swing is uh, a lot of times if you're ever in a clinic if you've ever seen it it's attached to like a, a base if you can imagine there are two poles like a swing and then a, a pole on top so it's kind of like almost a square and then the floor and then there's the swing hanging from the middle the student that goes on that swing if he not if he wants a lot of input or a little input he could get either depending on how much he needs for vestibular also we could have a trampoline it could be a trampoline with a handlebar that he could jump up and down with and we could also have him uh, jog in place and hop in place which is not only good for proprioceptive but it's also good for vestibular other things that you could do for vestibular you could do jumping jacks and um, you could also walk around the room you could run around the room you could let them get that energy out if they really feel the need to get out that energy while we're on the topic of the different sensory systems and just giving more ideas for each one we could talk about last time we talked about tactile so for this one we could talk about auditory a lot of times it might be difficult for us to fall asleep it could be very difficult for children or students with uh, sensory needs to fall asleep as well a lot of times you might think about using a YouTube video you could use or you could use calming music whether you have it that you bought or you could download from iTunes you could also use a white noise machine is a common thing that could be used to give that kind of input sometimes it's too quiet for a kid sometimes they're craving some type of noise in order to fall asleep Interestingly, a lot of kids love the sound of the subway. They love the sounds of the train. I've worked with kids that they're fascinated and almost obsessed with listening to and watching trains. They'll go to YouTube and they'll pick up the clicks and they'll click on the video and they'll say the E-train is now approaching stop of the 46th Street. They'll be able to repeat the words and think about the words because it's not only the visual but the sounds that they like. In, ter in terms of auditory as well, I know that I mentioned I think I might be defensive, but those that are seeking the auditory, not only can you use these calming sounds, but if they want like something to wake them up or something that gives them the input that sounds like they want more input, you could also get different sounds that you could download from uh, different mediums such as YouTube or iTunes, different sounds they might like, whether it's traffic sounds, which surprisingly a lot of kids could like, or sounds that uh, are everyday. A lot of times, uh, a lot of kids who can't communicate have communication boards, and those boards themselves make the different sounds. In terms of visual, a lot of times colors and, and our ceramics can impact the students. Have you ever noticed that in elementary school, all the different classrooms are very, very colorful? Because colors are engaging, and colors are stimulating, and co colors could be motivating and help a student to learn. So if you have a child, or you have a student that you think does well with visual, you can make the house very colorful. You can make the house have different posters, it could have different pictures, it could have different items, especially if there are items or characters that the kids love, that could be incorporated into their environment as well. A rug can do wonders as well, even if it's an area rug or a small rug. I have a, a very calming area rug we like to call it. It looks like a blue rug and, and we feature it right in the living room, which we feel like when it's clean and it's nice, it's very calming and inviting as well as the common hello rugs and uh, goodbye rugs could be cute for a kid to see. And within the environment, internally and externally, we can also use these different colors. And as we progress through these segments, we'll continue talking some more about sensory ideas and God willing in the future, we'll touch upon many other things, including hopefully fine motor ideas and crafts ideas. So we'll talk craft, we'll talk fine motor, and join us next time for OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Thanks and have a great day.